definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's going on? Happy Friday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeffrey Haxton. That's what Jeffrey with a G to you people. Hack is back. Tell a friend. Back, back. Lucas White, also back. He is across the way taking Luke care of us. Lucas back. Hack is back. Lucas is back. Hack is back. You got some energy. I didn't expect uh, this much energy because you, you walked in. I think in it's from the 44-ounce diet, Dr. Pepper. Okay, because I was about to say, you, what time you, did you get in last night? I didn't have much of the, uh, the diet Dr. Diesel, although, my gosh, observation from sports and advertising world, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Diesel is dropping mega bucks Indeed. on the Big Ten. Oh, yeah? The hotel where we were at, I'd say there's 20 convention hall spaces. Mm-hmm. And two of them were taken up by Dr. Pepper. Like the the company or named after Dr. Pepper? Like the no, name? corporate takeover. Like, oh, they're there. They're there. Oh. Uh, the blow-up football dummies. The, oh, yeah. Where they're down in a stance with Dr. Pepper jerseys on. Well, they have like the scholarship thing at like every championship game, right? And they have the the displays, the, ta- the halftime toss they do, yeah. and so yeah, they. Um, I mean, I, Dr. I, Pepper's big in the college football world. I saw. Yeah, you um, yeah, I think about the Fansville stuff. Yeah. Um, but they had just you know tons of workers with their stuff on, and I was like, guys, you know, throw throw me a bone here. I'll take one. <laughs> I'll take one. But anyway, I just I, you'd go down an oh, escalator. Go down an escalator, and they'd have whatever they wanted to display. Yeah, you know whatever flavor, and like it's just it was everywhere. And yeah. I was like, man, I wonder that you know how the negotiations went with the Big Ten, how um, the negotiations went with the JW Marriott, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just it was just fun to see. You know, you, you could really see the business side of sports by seeing the effort and the exposure put out there. Um, all over Indianapolis, so yeah, yeah, but I think that's what's giving me a kick. I, I, I'm. What time on, did you get in? One. I got to the house at one thirty. It's not awful. I think. Um, our flight got pushed back a little. Not, not a ton. Um, it was a rough flight. Two hours forty-seven minutes through a. Through a, a weather system. Yeah, I was about to say, there's some uh-huh. weather between here and right. there. Right. It's moving off to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we bounced a lot. and But it smoothed out once we got kind of in western Oklahoma. And and we cruised in. And um, I'm just, well, I come away like elated on some things. And really, really depressed on some things i can't recall a team getting more ymca <laughs> free and open clear looks layups and dunks layups and dunks well, no 
Not to mention the threes. Oh, yeah, the threes, too. I mean, all of it. And the second, you know, you had it, got... That, that early in the game, it was layups and dunks, and later yeah. it was it was threes when they packed it in more. It was just everything. Yeah. It was wild how Tons many... Tons of open looks last night. Um, and, you know, you still have to hit them. Sure. And Butler's... And they did. But, I thought Butler had guys just play incredibly well. Like, one of the things that'll never get talked about that I think was a massive key was the, the seven-foot-one guy screen. He's not that good. He averages seven and five. Is, that, is he a freshman? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, seven, he seven. looks like a big baby is what he looks like. I think he will be good. He had the just, rec specs on. Yeah. And he went seven for eight from the field yeah. and really affected the game in a positive way. Um, but, you know, they, they did the transfer thing. They got the best player from Northeastern, best player from St. Francis, Pennsylvania, one of the lower players for Michigan State. Who wasn't getting a lot of run with the Spartans? That's Brooks. Got and, a good player from uh, St. John's, right? St. John's, uh, Tosh yeah. Alexander, yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah, um, that was a good team you faced last night, and uh, we'll. But I just, I was shocked at the amount of just wide open YMCA not going to guard you looks. Yeah, it was that that game had a uh, NBA ish feel to me. That's. That's what you had a lot of because you know, and and I picked seventy one sixty nine. I think my cl- score was very close to that. Thank and you me. know what gave me a chuckle was you know all these there's all these sites that have the metrics. Uh huh. The metric site taking all their averages and putting it into the computer spit out Texas Tech seventy one sixty nine, Butler sixty eight point eight. Okay. And I was like, man, pick that one good. Uh, no, you were 30, just a hair off, 33 points off on one and however many points you were 50 points off. I mean, yeah. so yeah, that, that alludes to what you're talking about. It being an NBA type game. Well, yeah. Um, and we'll dive into that game quite a bit as we roll along. We'll talk a little Dallas Cowboys as they got a win last night. Um, we'll look ahead to bowl possibilities, college football playoff. There's some serious chance for, uh, turmoil with the college football playoff this weekend. And I know you're rooting for that. I, that's what I want. I've, I'm always, especially in the world of the stupidity that has four teams and five Power Five conferences, I always root for um, craziness. Chaos is what I want, and I hope that happens this weekend as long as it doesn't leave the Longhorns in the college football playoff. That's what I'd I'd like to avoid, but... We'll get into that conversation. Uh, we'd love to have your thoughts, your comments, your questions. Yates Flooring Center chat line yours through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com, our uh, normal Friday show. So dive into quite a few different topics today as well. But uh, Hinkle, pretty cool. What? A lot of times we hype things up. We always do this. We hype things up in our minds and... Sometimes they live up to it. Sometimes it's like, eh, well, not a, not as cool as I thought. Did it love, live up to the hype? I thought it did. Yeah, I, it's just, it's really, for first off, it's really pretty from the outside. It's kind of um, in smack dab in the middle of an older neighborhood. Um, kind of reminded me of, of Fargo when you drive through uh, a neighborhood and all of a sudden you're at um, the Fargo Dome and, and there are areas where they play basketball. You know, a Midwestern city, um, big, big older houses, and then boom, there's this giant building that's uh, Hinkle Field House, and 
the design of it's pretty fascinating because along the baselines is where the students sit. And so there's a good amount of rows on the on the bottom. And then what makes it unique is the level above that juts out just as far as the one below it. Yeah. So the bottom and the and the second level are stacked on top of one another. Then it gives you a little bit of a claustrophobic feeling there. And then it's the exact opposite on the side. So the sidelines, it felt like to me, went about 70 rows up yeah. all the way to those unique windows and those kind of iconic windows that are in the field house. Uh, I had a blast. I thought the fans were great basketball fans. They knew when to cheer. They got up when it was on the line, made a ton of noise, and I didn't hear a ton of taunting. Our, I didn't hear any taunting our players. Uh, you know, Coach McCaslin's right there. I had I heard one guy say, Grant, chill out, and that was all I heard towards <laughs> Grant. So I thought they were really good basketball fans, and yeah. it was, a, it was um, a night I'll remember for sure. We'll continue that. Get some headlines coming up next. It's the end of the bench on 100.7. Zay score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for a few headlines. What you need to know part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Jeff Haxton joining you from the First United Bank studio this morning. We'll uh, kick the headlines off right where we left off. Texas Tech basketball falls to Butler. Last night in the Big 12 Big East battle, the uh, Red Raiders had well, they trailed for a decent chunk of the game, come back, take a lead late, and it goes back and forth from there. Pop Isaacs gets a layup to send it to overtime, and then uh, after that it was all Butler in overtime. Did they score? Tw- How many points yeah. did they score in overtime? 20, 20 points, yeah. Yeesh, twenty to twelve yeah. in uh, in overtime, but the uh, Red Raiders end up falling short and uh, losing to the Bulldogs, one hundred three to ninety five in overtime. If you would have told me, you told me too. Take the high side on the, the field goal percentage. If you would have told me Tech's going to shoot fifty three percent from the field, uh, I'd say. You're winning that basketball game, but didn't know they were going to give up. Tried to tell you, fifty-five percent. Yeah, fifty-three percent and fifty percent from three-point. I would have said, "All right, Tex rolling and Butler and winning that game." But uh, if you would have told me this number that we also talked about the importance of yesterday, out rebounded forty to twenty-four in the game, I would have said you're getting crushed in that game. So stats all over the place within this. Uh, you have a lot of phenomenal games offensively from uh, several different players, including 20 – oh, pardon me, wrong one. Including, uh, yeah, 24 points from Chance McMillan, who went 8 for 10 from 3. He had 18 points out of Pop Isaacs, had 18 and 12 assists from Joe Toussaint. When's the last time we saw a Tech basketball player with 12 assists? Has it happened since you've been here? I don't think so. No. And I don't think it's close. Yeah, I, I don't like the last double digit assist game, I think it Keenan Evans it was probably the last player to have double digit assists. And it's been a long time since he did. Um 
but wow, 18 and 12 for Joe Toussaint. But uh, yeah, I figured it up. Uh, let's see. McMillan more than doubled his three point total in one game. <laughs> yeah. He started the game with seven three pointers, finished with 15. Uh, what was that on, um, on Joe? Hey, I figured it up again. It's like 40% of Joe's assists for the seven game season yeah. happened last night. Wow. And yeah, um, McMillan, I, I saw someone tweet, I can't remember who it was or I'd give him credit, but they said, This is the McMillan I saw in Denton against AM. Um, so that, I mean, you know, he's, he's a phenomenal shooter. He, he shot like 42% last year at Grand Canyon. So from three. So you knew he was a good shooter coming in and just a matter of seeing him go through. Finally does. 43 minutes played for Toussaint, 42 for Pop Isaacs. Uh, those guys might have been a little worn out by the end. But overall, there's some encouragement, some definitely some stuff to work on from that game. But it was a great, great college basketball game last night. Uh, unfortunately, the Red sure Raiders end up on the wrong end of it. But I I don't walk away from the game feeling any different about the team, I think, than I did before. Me either. Um, I, I think you're still... The, the thing still that did get exposed last team. night is you only trust about six basketball players, really. Six Pretty or well. seven. And that's got... And Coach McCaslin said it. It's like, you know, in... Uh, if we want to press, if we want to push the ball, if we want to run the way that we want to run, we're going to have to get deeper. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Washington's minutes have just plummeted. Yeah. Just the bottom's falling out yeah. recently. All right. We'll keep talking about this game in a moment. But I do uh, have one thing for you. Last night I was walking um, out of the media room, making the turn to go towards the table, and a Texas Tech fan yells, Adios! Amigo! <laughs> Not muchacho. Amigo! Dang it, what's that Spanish word? I can't remember it. I Amigo. smiled and laughed and gave him a guns up. That is funny. <laughs> but he even paused. He's like, oh, God. He's like, uh, uh. Amigo! <sighs> Tell me you're a tech basketball and not baseball fan. without. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So, uh, other US headlines real quick. The U.S. supermarkets. Lady Raiders uh, in action tonight. They try to move to 9-0 and as they take the undefeated record up against Houston Christian. 5.30 coverage start. 6 o'clock tip-off from United Supermarkets Arena. We'll have it on both 107.7 Yes FM as well as right here on 100.7 The Score. Dallas Cowboys victorious last night as they get the dub against uh, the Seattle Seahawks. A little closer than I think you and I anticipated. I think Lucas picked the Cowboys minus the 9-2, right? Yeah, we all thought that this would be a little further out, but the Cowboys defense couldn't stop anybody last night. That was the biggest difference in it. Cowboys offense was still good, but the defense... Uh, really struggled for Dallas. They still are able to get stops when they needed to. Saw another Duran Bland pick, though he had a rough night overall. And um, the winner for the game, the, who do you want back in the backfield if if the game's on the line? Defensively, 
of course it was Micah Parsons uh, causing the causing the final incompletion uh, and the Cowboys win it 41-35 over the Seahawks. That was the start of a really tough stretch of five games for the Cowboys. And that was the easiest probably of the five. The Seahawks at home. They'll have the Eagles at home next Saturday or excuse me next Sunday night then at the Bills, at the Dolphins, at the Lions. Sheesh. That is a uh, no at Bills at Dolphins home against the Lions, pardon me. So Tough stretch coming up for the Cowboys. We'll find out how real that team actually is. But if Philly loses to the 49ers this weekend, the Cowboys will be just a game back and a chance to tie the Eagles in the division uh, coming up on Sunday night. Spurs lost to the Hawks, 137-135. The San Antonio Spurs hacks have now lost 13 games in a row. They started the season 3-3. and three and have lost 13 games in a row. And the thing they're known for the most this season, the coach stopping a game to talk oh my about gosh. no booze. And I don't mean B-O-O-Z-E. <laughs> no booze. Get that, get that hooch out of here. Uh, Mavs and Grizzlies will be the lone Texas team in action tonight. Mavs are. That tips off at 6.30. Uh, Stars lost to the Flames in overtime 4-3. to They'll next play against the Lightning tomorrow night at home. And a little conference championship action for you tonight. So we got a couple of conference championships. Big one games. tonight. We will have it's it calling it a de facto uh play in game for the playoff. I don't know. I think I would. You would? Yeah. I think whoever wins this game gets I'm, in. I'm just surprised Oregon's that big of a favorite. Are they that much better than Washington? They lost earlier in the year to him in Seattle. So I, I guess it's just the way Oregon has played as of late. Like there, I've had to look. Washington's not missing a quarterback or anything, right? I, this is just Oregon. Vegas just thinks they're that much better. It, it's crazy to see that line that huge. Um, and you got to think Washington's taking that as pretty big disrespect too, and bulletin board material. But we'll see. Um, I guess. If the four teams, one, two, three, who's it? Who's what's the college football playoff for right now? If the season ended today, it's Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. Florida State's the fourth team, right? And Washington. Washington, yeah. So, so yeah, I think, I think it, this is a de facto play-in game for the playoff. I think whoever wins will be in the playoff. Got some really also some. No, nobody really cares about the Heisman anymore, but some Heisman things going on too for tonight. Yeah, with yeah, Bo Nix is the Phoenix the, and uh, the and Nix. Nix is the the current favorite, fairly heavy favorite. If they lose this game, I think I think he loses before the, the Oregon game here. I said I think you're playing against the future Heisman Trophy winner, and I think you're right. Looks like that's probably going to be the case. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be with you on a Friday. Hope yours is going swimmingly. Happy December 1th. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White with you today. We will uh, check the calendar for December 1st in a moment. But a few of your thoughts Coming in on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Ryan on the chat line says, Bradley to the portal. Video was posted by 
24-7 analyst. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I saw another one on, on Bradley going to the portal. Um, so I would, I would anticipate there's some truth to it, but he hasn't, I, I guess you can, you can guess at things and, and, you know, believe what you want to believe. But once they post their, their long letter on Twitter, that's when it becomes official. That's mm-hmm. where you, with a little like, picture okay. of them yeah, in the little, background. Their little picture. Like Price, I think, officially posted. Point to this guy. Yeah. Price officially posted something yesterday uh, to say he's in the, the portal or will be in the portal. Again, no one can officially go in until December 4th, but that's when the whole period opens up. Uh, one of the best Texas Tech basketball games I've ever seen or heard. You guys were great on the call last night. Jeff McMillan was the man. Yeah, I... I really appreciate that. I did find something that I'm not that used to is, you know, I, I don't say bang guns up three ball for every three. So I, I was like, oh, how am I going to describe this one? I mean, it's time we're, we're reaching pretty deep in the thesaurus here for three pointers for McMillan. My gosh. I mean, you know what, what one that was crazy. It was the last one. I think that puts you up by six. Yeah. The eighth one that was in front of us. And we had a great angle looking kind of right down the tunnel at that shot. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, I thought it was two feet off to the left. Really? It looked like when he let it go, I was like, eh. yep, it's in again. Oh, my gosh. I think he's controlling the ball while it's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some of that voodoo magic Hinkle going voodoo on. voodoo going on. I yeah. mean, he was, you know, he hit, you know <laughs> the thing is, He's 8 for 10 from 3 and 0 for 5 from 2. Yeah. You know, we were seeing him shoot 15-footers and level, and I were both going, get no, back. No, step back. Get back. That's funny. That's a that's a classic uh, line for pickup basketball for, for guys. Uh, they'll be draining the threes and miss two. You're too close. Back up. Yeah. Too close, McMillan. Too strong for this game. You know. Uh, team seems to be coming along pretty good. Unfortunate result, but dang good fight. Uh, good to see the prayer threes are starting to fall now. Still call it an overreaction if you want. It's going to be a long season and a below 500 outcome. That's from T Money. Unless somehow the defense is found again, and heaven forbid, well, a three ball cold night. Yeah, yeah. So here, T Money, do me a favor. Ride the wave a little bit with this because as much as you're right, you could be wrong because. We heard from Phil Martelli how unbelievably suffocating the defense was on their players and they couldn't get into anything that they wanted to run. And and Coach McCaslin's basically deeply offended by the defensive effort that they had last night. So I would be more concerned about the depth issue and the health issue. I mean, this team has to stay healthy. I mean, you take a hit somewhere – and you could be in real trouble, but I agree with you. Yeah, I, I just I would ride ride the wave because you're you're right. I mean, I mean, Coach McCaslin said it. He's like, if we do that, we're in for a long year, long year. Yeah. Um, but I am excited because I'm watching these guys. Grant's a young guy. His assistant coaches, most of them are early 30s, late 20s, young guys. 
So they're all figuring out this as we go. Even though they have Division One experience, even though Grant's been coaching forever, this is a different animal. Yeah. Uh, Villanova, UNI, Michigan, Butler, true road game, true atmosphere. This is all... since you've been on the job for eight months, still pretty new. And I like what I see. I like how he engages with the players. I like how he coaches the players. I felt like there was a metaphorical gun to Mark Adams' head to where if he got on the guys, they were going to turn it around and use it on him for leverage and leave and not listen those days are over. Well, it's the type of player he had. It's the difference in general. Like last year's team Davion was, Harmon, was full, full of those guys. Elijah Fisher. Last year's team was full of those guys. This year's team, it seems to be much but more But let me, let me a, say this, though. A group. It, if those guys were on this team, Coach McCaslin, he's not changing his style. He's not. Leave if you want to. Yes. Yeah. This is how it's going to be run. It's going to be run the way that I run it. Mm -hmm. This guy's a leader, and he is leading his assistants. He's leading his players, and he's coaching. And I love that. I do love watching. T-Money, you may be exactly right, man, but I like the future of this program. I I think I would be surprised if you're a below 500 team. Maybe well, a, I'm talking about Big 12. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Below 500 regular season, I think, is not – well, I mean, it, if Big 12 went poor, you can fall down to that level or right at 500. Yeah, I mean, you were 16 but, and 16 a year ago. <laughs> and that was awful. But I, I don't I don't foresee the season going like last season. Now, making the tournament, still very much up in the air. But it's just, I, I don't walk away from last night feeling any better necessarily than I did after the Bahamas tournament or any worse. Because there's you're still seeing so many different ways this team can play yeah and that's what and that, that you just said in and not my words but in your words ride the wave yeah ride the wave you're going to see some you're going to see some great defensive nights and you're going to see some nights where they can't stop you they've got you got to figure it out and i don't think this team necessarily relies on the three ball every night i mean you saw it You've seen it different ways. There's There's been nights where it's going. You've seen and it's, shoot more. And now it's time to start watching the Big 12. Yep. Right now. Yep. They get four games tonight with Big 12 teams. Mm-hmm. All right. We know that OSU's not very good. Did they lose last night? I never saw the result. Uh, they were down by like 15. Yeah. And that was what, right before I took off. I never saw the finish. I don't, I don't think they the got Cowboys. close. Um, I'll find it. But let's, let's now, let's watch West Virginia. Let's watch Cincinnati, BYU. Yeah, lost 14. All right, and that was at home, by yep. the way. They're, it's a Creighton. They're That's a, a good Creighton team, too. But they're 3-4. and four. So now is the time, though, if you want to start as a basketball fan measuring up your team to the other teams that you're going to have to play, now is when you can start watching. Big 12 Big East Challenge. You look up at that banner with all those Big East teams on there, that's a hell of a basketball conference. Sure it is. Sure it is. No question. All right, we'll continue uh, that in a moment, but I want to take a quick look at the calendar. Happy Friday, December the 1st, year of our Lord, 2023. Um, Hacks today is the first day of December. I always have these 
things that tell me what we're supposed to look forward to when we start a new month. And uh, in sports, of course, you got bowl games. They start on December 16th. That could play in one of those on December 16th. Plus a ton of NFL and NBA and NHL action. Nothing championship-wise in December. Uh, movies, there's this new Candy Cane Lane movie for Eddie Murphy. Don't know how I feel about it. The uh, Taylor Swift Eras Tour thing is on demand starting the 13th. I know that's big in your household. Uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts' thriller, Leave the World Behind. In the words of Mari Povich, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. Uh, in actual theaters, the new Wonka movie on the 15th, out. Out. Aquaman, uh, the Ferrari movie starring Adam Driver. Apparently has poor reviews to begin, but whatever. TV, the the Crown with, or Netflix, the Crown with the uh, Princess Diana version. I'm actually semi interested in that. But my parents are big time into that stuff. Yeah, big time. My wife loved that Crown show, but I haven't watched it really any. I might watch the the Diana era of it though. Remember that Michael Jackson song, Dirty Diana. No? I don't remember that, actually. Oh, you're getting it in the break. Okay. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Pour in your questions. Yates Flooring Center chat line, the easiest route to get to us. You can tweet us, though, at 107 The Score, as well as on the Visual Edge IT hotline, if you want to call us up, 806-771-0973. I have to give Joyce some props. Oh. So I brought up the fact that he'd never heard Dirty Diana by uh, Michael Jackson and then Black Cat, Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. So he brought up this trivia game, and it's really neat. We had a couple rounds in the breaks, and he dominated 70s music. So I told you that was I don't my know. kitchen. <laughs> I do, it's weird. You, do, you don't know some stuff, but you knew... a. You knew more 70s tunes than I did, so i got to give you some props before we get out of here. Thank you. Thank you. I, can, I was impressed. I will put I will put music up uh, against, or my music knowledge up against a lot. Not everybody, but it's, it's a little more extensive than my movies. I'll admit to that. Uh, a couple more regarding playoff than your questions. Uh, I wanted a two-loss conference champ for a while to get in, which with absolute chaos might still be possible. Is that possible? Too long. I don't think it's possible. No, there's too many undefeated teams this year. A lot of undefeated teams. Most years, that is a possibility that doesn't happen, but yeah, this year, not so much. Choice has a better chance at having a good movie take than the SEC missing the playoff. Thank you. There we are. Um, all right, let's get the questions rolling in on the chat line. Uh, Hacks, why was Peary ever let go? This was from a little bit earlier. I think Mark wanted to hire his son. So it looked like. I mean, and a friend. Uh, Hacks, are they replacing the taillights on the Dragon Charger? I hope. Man, I hope they do like some. <laughs> like, what I would. That's what you need to say. Oh, if they were working before. They were working just fine. Uh, working just the, fine. The, no, the taillight, taillights work. I have a blinker that's out. Mm. And it's it's back left. The, everything, all the other everything else. Look fine. at me. I'm like I'm proud of my other three blinkers. My that other work. blinkers are all good. But um, <laughs> but man, you know what I'd really like 
if I could make a turn and it not change my radio station. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, you need to quit admitting this stuff on air or just say that happened after the accident because then you just tell, tell them that was all included. It always does switch to a Raymar station, though. Okay. I think so it's my car the- knows that I want to listen to some, you know, Tejano mm. and... <laughs> It goes over to it goes Magic from, 1065. Yeah, sports it. talk to Tejano in a, in a right turn. Yeah. It doesn't turn when I make a left turn, but when I make a right turn, it changes the radio station. Uh, that Polk transfer was during a coaching change, right? No, it, it wasn't. It Polk, was not. Polk is like right smack in the middle of uh, Wells. Heading to third year of Wells So the way I remember it. 21, yeah. It was after the 2020 season. I believe that that is correct, so... Uh, what would happen if Choice fought the di- the Viking? I don't know. I was... What, Clint? Oh, I'm going to win that easily. Clint's top heavy, so just sweep the leg, man. Easy. I, I didn't call him the Flamingo for no reason. Exactly. Yeah, I'm taking it. Although he might go Karate got, Kid and it, hit you with a heel. He's got reach, but I'm... I, man, I don't watch a lot of MMA, but I watched one fight late at night when those guys wouldn't shut up. Mm-hmm. And I swear, this guy was a black belt or whatever. He was from Brazil. Jiu-jitsu. I saw him take like 70 headshots and never bleed. It was amazing. (laughs) And I'm not into that stuff at all. I'm a peaceful, peace-loving person. But I was just flabbergasted at this guy that he could take that many shots. Ended up losing. It was an older fight. Uh, Hacks, can the men's basketball team win eight conference games this year? Yes. Eight is... Eight most years in the Big 12 gets you to the tournament. But you've got one more. Are we we in 20 games this year? We're in 18 this year, right? And they're talking about 20 for next year. Mm -hmm. Potentially 20 next season. So Yes. Yes is the answer. Yes. Uh, Bench. Yeah, and I I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it. It goes back to a lot of what Chris Beard said. Home court attendance is a massive part of winning home games. Absolutely. And yes. if you turn out, and, and we have the crowds that we've had um, during our good home seasons before, I know last year wasn't one of those, but if we get those crowds like they can be, then, yeah, absolutely eight is a possibility. Uh, this is from Lucas on the chat line. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Florida State has to get in if they win. The third-string quarterback argument is crap. Who says the kid isn't as good as the other two? You're really going to deny the other 80-plus kids on the roster a shot? Quarterback is the biggest, most important position on the field. It'll always be that way. And there's the backup is a backup for a reason. And I agree with the first part of your statement. If they do win, then heck yes, absolutely. They have they, to be in. They're in. They they absolutely have to be in. There's no debate. Yep. Not a question on it. They have but to. But if be you a, lose, they're a power you five lose. team undefeated. You can't ever leave a power five undefeated team out. It's just, especially with the caliber of quarterback that we're talking about at Florida State. It's not. It's not just another guy that I mean, was their starting quarterback. If if Florida not State's a not a, a blue blood, they're as close as it gets without being one. Uh, bench warmers, where do you see Jim Harbaugh one year from today? Coach of Michigan, NFL. I think it's it's the time. That he's going to move on. He's had enough mess to deal with. But I got a question here. Somewhere in the NFL. From Jody, what the heck, or where the heck has Robert Jennings gone? I hadn't even thought of him, to be and, honest. I know. 
right? Because he's not in that. Rotation. I wish I had my sheet. I think he's played. Tw- I think he's played twenty minutes all year long. Man, I mean Yolaho combined, and then Yolaho didn't touch it. I mean, boy, you have to have. And I didn't even think about Yolaho until yeah. you brought him up. Yeah, I mean, so you have to have Kerwin Walton, who's trying. Yalaho, Jennings, somebody that can absorb some minutes, yeah, make, play some defense, get some rebounds, and foul somebody, so you can get a breather for these other guys who are running themselves into the dirt. And I think that's what Grant McCaslin is going to be working on today. Actually, they have today off tomorrow. Tomorrow, they're going to start working on that because they have to get that in order to. I agree. Be an NCAA tournament team. You well, have to have somebody. You can't play six guys. No. You have to be at at least seven to seven and a half guys. Robert Jennings, great question. That I is mean, a great just, question. I hadn't even thought of Robert since before the really before the Bahamas trip. I think that's kind of a shout out to to Devin Cambridge, though. That man has been eating up those minutes that he's been given uh yeah. and, and looking better. And I think he doesn't need that many minutes. No. No, no, no. You you've got to have You want to retain that spells. explosive incredible athlete that he can be you can't be that if you're at 38 minutes headed to overtime and it's very important in these in your cupcake and you can't games, guard in your cupcake games that are coming up since you've played a pretty tough schedule in the last few your cupcake games before big 12 play you really need to give some spells to those guys that that are your normal starters you need some breaks because of how daunting and ridiculous the big 12 uh gauntlet's gonna be uh, you know, Demarion Williams has 840 career points. Yeah, oh, I know. It's and he hadn't seen the floor. Will not sniff it. Yep. Bench warmers. Way too early prediction on what place does Tech football finish in the Big Twelve next year? You got 16 teams next year. Uh, top five. I'm your eternal optimist, so probably asking the wrong one. But I don't. I don't see. I look around at who else is in the league next year, and it's uh, why not? I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna save that for a little bit because it's a long ways away. Well, no, not that. Just I bit so hard on the pump fake of Texas Tech football <laughs> that I, you know, my jock is on the Touché. ten yard line, <laughs> and I. Do you I, ever I, use that as a, a play caller? Oh. He left his not jock yet. strap behind. Not yet. <laughs> I've used it. <laughs> and the look I got for it. Like, oh. Just shook him out of his jock strap. Uh, bench warmers, or bench sitters, will the Big 12 bend the knee and allow the SEC to revamp the extended playoffs in their favor? Well, I, I think the favor that they want is a bunch of uh, at-large bids because the SEC is going to get the bias there. And I don't think that's going to change. I think you will have automatic bids. That's all I want is at least one out of the Big 12. Your automatic bid from the Big 12. and We'll be in decent shape there. Max, go get some rest this weekend. Peace be the journey, ladies and gentlemen. Peace be God the bless. Journey. That's Jeff Haxton for Hacks and for Lucas, as well as intern Maris. I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Bottom line, coming your way next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.